0: Uh, talk a little briefly. What are you... Big news. Dun, dun, dun. Microsoft buys Activision Blizzard. Um, you know. What do you... Okay. A lot of people are excited on the Xbox side. You know, they're like, oh, man. Excitement. So happy. Activision has a bunch of new exclusives. They're going to go on Game Pass. It's a great time to be an Xbox gamer. Um, that's, all, that's all good, right? Mm-hmm. Now, what... What about, like, um, a single platform owning so many titles that, like, okay, I'm not trying to say anything but about Microsoft as a whole, right? But generally on Xbox, like, their games have been lacking. By lacking, they haven't really been, like, releasing new games, per se. And in all the games they have been releasing haven't been the best. And some people are going to bring out Horizon, got amazing scores, Halo, yada, yada, yada. Okay, I'm not saying they don't have any, but I see problems in their development side as releasing unfinished games like Halo Infinite. Like, do you think an acquisition this big is also going to impact any of the overarching like Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard with their titles do you think it's all all good? Like all a lot of people are super happy that this happened and then some people are saying, "Oh, PlayStation is dead." And I'm like, "Hold on a second. This this means more than Game Pass games, right? And this means more than just uh "quote unquote console wars" because, you know, it like that's a thing that the media created themselves. <laughs> you as a consumer, you don't that's like who cares if it's so on, so on, sold more copies, right? It's like, what content are they giving you? That's what's important in reality, right? What, what, what is it that you're retaining from this little device? So what do you think that this um, acquisition has for the future of an entire gaming industry? Not because this is going to affect Nintendo's thinking, Sony's thinking, EA, any other publisher. They're going to be like, wow, we have this massive ultra publisher now is xbox like how do you what do you think the uh what do you think the response is gonna be like do you do you see all good and dandy too or do you see some negative aspects i mean i i'm asking you first even though i have my like a few things i want to say <laughs> i just want to see what do you think about all all these stuff that's happening
1: yeah so in this case uh i feel I feel like we only can go up from here, uh, or as far as, you know, uh, where Activision Blizzard was, you know, there was a lot of And I know we touched a little bit on it previous in previous podcasts. Yeah. yeah um, we,
0: we talked about it a couple couple. podcasts.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the way, um, Bobby Kotick and stuff, you know, on Epstein's list and everything, right. Like he, so su- supposedly, I mean, you only can go up from there and, uh, uh, the way he supposedly to like the acquisition comes in and then the way, um, you know, Phil Spencer in his email was, was talking, I think uh, Bobby's going to be stepping out, um, which is going to be good. And then um, really, I think we get to the point where I think though it's, you really don't know what's going to happen. Um, I mean, we can have an idea of what might happen, um, but I don't think we're going to see any real movement this year. Uh we're not going to see anything coming out. I don't I think we're going to things are going to seem they're going to be the same as they are or have been. Uh let's say like for uh the World of Warcraft players, right? Or cuz you know it's a, a lot of a lot of IPs, you know, there's the Call of Duty, God. WoW, you have or you know Warcraft, StarCraft. it's crazy to think that Crash Bandicoot is now Spyro. Oh, and Spyro, like these that started on PlayStation are now gonna be, um, well, yeah, but he also, and this is all you know, he, he said she's, um, Phil Spencer said that, uh, he's not looking to separate any of these IPs from platforms. Um, or he's not intending to.
0: Well, that's what he's so, on The Bethesda, though. Like, so,
1: yeah, and that now, that's exactly. That's uh, so. There's probably going to be if if not.
0: I don't think he can say anything until the contract is finalized.
1: Yeah, but you know that was his intention, right? So, and it was funny too. I know a lot of people were coming. Yeah, they're gonna re. Because they were saying, "Well, what do you, what does uh, Microsoft think about um, you know about uh, Activision Blizzard and bobby kotick and all this stuff and uh he's like well we're we're looking to i think reassess our uh relationships our, or uh, something yeah like that. With, yeah well they did definitely you know, they bought them out so um i know there's a lot of uh i know there's a big market hit um for like sony um but of course they'll rebound pretty quickly What what's um, funny
0: yeah like i think their their stock price dropped like uh, Ten dollars per stock, which is
1: the lowest it's been since what October,
0: something <laughs> like that. And then I was I was checking um what's it called? Yeah, I was checking the stocks, drop. right? Um on Yahoo, like on Yahoo Finance, I was checking the stocks and then I was checking the how the affected it, like from the point of yeah. I'll tell you right now, actually. Uh, let me look it up. You you go ahead real quick. I'll tell you what. It
1: was. Yeah. So um yeah, I was just uh so like. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Um I know people were saying like, "Oh, Sony is going to have to buy a buy a company too, and now you're going to have all these big companies like buying up all these other and stuff." Um but really like the mer- the first concern I have is, well, that's less competition. Yeah. Um and so I think that's really concerning because, you know, we see how Microsoft has done with like Halo. Um you know, they they think it's okay to release these games unfinished. And, um and just put a you know make money off of it with like these add-ons and stuff and people buy it up because they you know they uh Microsoft sees it happen with uh fortnite and all this stuff all these kids and everything and, and they you can kind of example of like how they handle minecraft some people could say that yeah they they are continually supporting the craft yeah that's it they're, they're pushing out updates and luckily, they also still support the Java version. Um, and they one of the biggest things they did was to bring together all the platforms with the Bedrock release or with Bedrock edition. So they merged, you know, them all into one kind of edition, and they allow people to play on separate devices, you know, whether it be Switch or Xbox. Yeah, for Minecraft, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool um, and everything, but. Um, like uh, another thing that i noticed too is just they're just like i swear i get emails because i i'm on the microsoft list of emails that get sent out right so um and i just constantly am seeing it's like in my junk folder because it comes um of all these like yeah they're they're free things for for minecraft but it's just like constant like they're they're a lot of them you you buy right you have to buy all these add-ons and it just becomes like overwhelming like there's so much um there's just a big marketplace like they they got the game uh they made sure people will still be interested in it and then they inject uh, a way for people to spend money and and they are doing that with all their titles
0: the gas um, man remember i was yeah, telling you and, that i hate well, that they they literally said phil spencer said this too that they're gonna yeah. concentrate on more as games as a service well, the games of, I was service, like, oh, man that that I'm games, afraid of that personally. I
1: I'm, I'm not against games as a service as in the fact that you know it's it allowed me to have experiences that I probably would have never passed because I would have never spent the money on some of those games and then found out like like um the plague's tale one uh or the plague the one I forget what it's called but they, I know there's a second ones coming out that one was a surprise there's actually quite a few games that I terrible when I well, had Game Pass... I, I um... guess...
0: I guess... Here's the thing, right? Um, you're talking about Game Pass. I'm talking about games that are services. Like, a game that is a service. Kind of like Sea of Thieves. Kind of like a lot of the um, the Halo game. They're making Halo kind of like uh, Apex Legends. They're making like Fortnite. And those games are examples of games as a service. Uh, not the subscription service. Like, Because that's like... I feel like that one... I'm fine with the game pass, whatever it's, 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 it's give or take it. It's a subscription, right? It's more about the kind of titles they make as a service, uh, just to be specific at what um, what my concerns are. Not so much the game pass, the games themselves becoming a service.
1: So, yeah. So just to clarify, um, yeah. So, and I had a look at um yeah it's about it's it's pretty much like all those free to play games that we have out there um you know whether it be a mobile game or any of the many of the free to play mmos that are out and then they have these item shops that allow you to buy all these boosts and stuff um and uh and all that yeah i know that and and i remember that started those game. okay so when that can be a good or a bad thing right majority of the time it's but to save a game that's either too old or, you know, for example, it was done on uh, dun- the Dungeons and Dragons MMO. And that thing flipped and, and became very successful um, because it had a free to play, but it had an item shop that allowed you to, you know, to buy things. Um, and there were some other games that did that too. And for the communities that were tied into those, the way they can play it was servers. Um, the yeah that was the only way that they float and it became really successful but yeah then you have games like now they're wanting to put you know single player games as a game as a service that that's that's right there like whoa yeah that should there should be a line there that's like when you start having to pay for like dlc where to be able to experience more of the single player game as opposed to something that um like an MMO for example, I agree with that because uh holy crap, like I understand like expansions and stuff. Like in order to get a real you gotta spend some money on it. And um like I mean World of Warcraft and back in the day, right, with all those expansions, there were there was some hit or miss. But um yeah I would totally pay full price for most of them. Uh and when they did come out a lot of the time it was miss some you can just buy the most recent and you got the other three which is pretty cool too but um it, that makes sense because you it's like the game is ongoing so obviously the revenue needs somehow they, they need to keep bringing on to have the servers maintained the yep. and stuff. it just makes sense um and but when it comes to like halo <laughs> halo being like yeah that i can see where that could be really cool. um and just yeah it's
0: concerning to me because they released an unfinished game like it's not finished and and then they're charging you full price for it sixty dollars or the halo multiplayer is free and then what you're paying the sixty dollars for is the unfinished campaign that you don't even get a co-op mode (laughs) and then it's like huh if this is your way of Delivering one of your most iconic IPs It it, it makes me worried a little bit Like some people might see Some people might like the State of Halo Infinite I, I, I mean if you're those person You know good for you But me as a Halo fan Like I This is not something I I want to see in my Halo <laughs> Like I want to be able to unlock everything Without paying a, a dime If I already paid a $60 number one If I'm going to play multiplayer on a game that I pay $60 for. Everything better be unlockable through the multiplayer mode. But nope. It's unlocked under some kind of battle pass. That you have to purchase. Or. If you want to grind it out. You can grind it out. But they make the grind so long. That it, they try to make an incentive for you to buy the pass. Just to save yourself some hours of hours and hours of grinding. So that kind of stuff bothers me. Like, I I I, it's just stuff like that. And then seeing Bethesda Mm -hmm. being with Fallout 76 is a huge example of Bethesda going that direction. And I feel like when Microsoft decided to acquire Bethesda, it's because they have the same mentality in mind of making games as a service. And then now Bethesda, we got got to wait and see what's going to happen with Starfield. And if it's going to be a single-player experience, they're going to make it into a game as a service. Now, every time a Microsoft title is developed, I have this in my mind. Like, okay, if they're going to have a multiplayer, are they going to try to make it like Halo now? Like one of their best IPs? Or, or are they going to make it like Fallout 76? Um, and then, you know, don't get me wrong, Activision right now is not like... like It's being in a very good seat for gamers anyway. it's like It's not like the revenue is lower, it's just... I mean, maybe it's lower because of the amount of people leaving World of Warcraft, right? Um, Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you have all these titles that are game as a service, like World of Warcraft, Um, you know, and you start to wonder, like, is this the future that Microsoft sees, like just games as a service that you? you have to pay for the game and then you have to keep paying and paying and paying and paying and, I, and i'm just worried about that i guess yeah. I guess that's my biggest I, I, concern
1: yeah that the, the uh, some of the things like concerns think well so yeah pretty much activision blizzard with this uh, this like this uh, acquisition you really can only it that um and i think even worse what could have actually happened was it could it could have been bought out by like some um you know foreign company that's only into making pay to win you know video games or something i don't know um which unfortunately it seems to you know like all the the free-to-play mmos uh, that uh i think it was like the korean mmos like a lot of them were like the gold shops and you have it's just
0: i think ancient impact is one uh, one of the ones
1: that oh the gotcha yeah like the gotcha game right yeah so it turns into that yeah (laughs) and um so that's what i would that would be worse i think but at least um they're doing some good i mean for minecraft for example i feel like it helped spread an interest further out than just um the small uh, the uh, the crowd that i was interested at first you know it, it it it's maintaining it and it that's good and all and there's no real like i don't i never feel like i have money on it like i have a copy of it i play they still support java um edition and everything and i can
0: yeah like
1: yeah so that's great um like there's so... there's
0: good examples but like i feel like that's the only example where i see this <laughs> from yeah Microsoft. well
1: there, because there's not a whole lot of release they after the acquisition it's like okay well, what other games you know that I've shown it was such a great idea. There really isn't a lot.
0: Yeah, you um, know, real quick, sorry, uh, Yeah. what do you, like, one thing that bothers me, I guess, as a, I guess as an Xbox fan, like, uh, I have, they released Halo, Forza, and Gears, which I knew they were gonna do, because that's the thing they've been doing since Xbox 360, right, every single year, or every single other year, was Halo, Forza, Gears, Halo, Forza, Gears, Halo, For- and then still Halo, Forza, Gears, still Halo, Forza, yeah. Gears, and then now they got bethesda and then now people are like or like are all happy that microsoft has games and i'm over here like well what about all the other ips that they have like banjo kazooie uh when they're gonna make a new game of that when they're gonna Mm -hmm. make a new conqueror's bad fur day when they're gonna make a new blinks when they're like i can like there's so many titles that they have that oh um they could bring back brute force you know like I don't yeah. remember that game. Like they have so many old IPs that they literally have like a full carpet of games that they haven't touched. Crimson Skies, that'd be a great game to bring back. A New Fable, like like all these games that they 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 bring and then they cancel and they bring and, they, and like they do like they cancel, they cancel so many games. Like games that are looking for like Scalebound. Um and then i remember one of the games i was looking most forward to was phantom dust they're gonna remake it from the ground up and it's gonna be a new like an awesome game but then they're like oh it's too expensive so let's we're gonna cancel just remaster the old original xbox one and that's that and i was like man that kind of attitude to older games makes me a little bit um uncertain on what xbox game studios is capable of now like like I don't know. I feel like they're taking a step backwards when it comes to some of their development. But I'm still looking forward to their new games. Like, I'm looking forward for Starfields, you know, the new Elder Scrolls from Bethesda. But it's like, I'm looking forward now to Bethesda games that were once, you know, not Xbox exclusive. And I'm over here yeah. thinking, like, well, that's all fine and dandy, but what about the <laughs> Microsoft IPs in Microsoft Studios. Like, mm. I know, I know, um, Hell's Play 2 coming, so I'm excited for that. But that was also a new one that was bought. Uh, I don't mind if uh, for acquisitions, right? They buy, okay, that's fine. I have an Xbox, I have a PC, I have a PlayStation. It doesn't matter to me. You can buy whatever studio I'm playing the game. I don't care. The thing that I do care about is how come they don't release more games? Like, you bought an entire buy more games before an acquisition but then again Microsoft money is Microsoft money right so I, I guess they don't need to wait for the next big seller like Sony does when God of War released Last of Us Spider-Man right like like Sony needs that kind of revenue right um, mm-hmm. but Microsoft they don't they just literally make that like they make like that 65 billion or whatever in a year so like they're like well this goes a year of revenue don't worry (laughs) it's like like you know it's it's tough change to us and it's just to me concerning about competition like it's going to be less competitive because now everything's going to be under this big microsoft umbrella and i don't know if you know about many microsoft acquisitions like a lot of the acquisitions that they do they literally just buy them out and then they do nothing with it and then you never hear from them again (laughs) and it's like oh (laughs) that that's that's kind of sad Uh, but you know it is what it is because you if you buy your competition out then you know, you don't longer have standards. It's <laughs> like so you can lower yeah, your no, standards. There's no
1: reason to force like... Um, Innovation I mean, or push yeah, anything well, forward. There's still competition though for some, but there's less. So like, like um, now what, what this is doing with the Activision acquisition, um, it's, it's bringing Microsoft into a different realm of competition. So now you have, like, um, so for example, like, they have World of Warcraft. Well, that has all a, a bunch of competition that is not as prominent anymore because MMOs have kind of somewhat died, but, like, except for, like, Amazon with their, you know, game, the, the New World game, and then Final Fantasy fourteen and stuff, but, um, you know, there's still, like, new competition because, like, what game did Microsoft own that was, like, competition with uh, before this that i i mean i i guess like elder scrolls with the bethesda um acquisition but like halo was know, their maybe. biggest
0: title halo forza
1: it's not yeah and it's not those aren't really mmos they're not like massive multiplayer nope. games they're just uh i mean yeah forza maybe like online multiplayer and stuff and there's like the big world the, exploration thing. The
0: CO thieves. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: not, yeah, you know, yeah, it's like that's what it gets, probably. But um so like it'll be interesting. I, I know there was some rumor. <clears throat> there was this was just like a rumor. Rumor. Apparently, like the new World of Warcraft, for example, uh the new expansion that they're planning is gonna be called like the Dragon Isles. And it it's exploring some really interesting ideas that are from the books. Um, and that, that actually sounds interesting. Like for example, the, the new playable race with your dragon. So like, kind of like worgen where you transform, um, into a dragon and then, uh, and, but you're, you're encouraged. So there's going to be some narrative to attic element that you to fight as, uh, in human form. Um, because just like in the book the dragons lose their powers so it, it's like kind of makes sense and it seems interesting and there there's gonna be this whole thing about Leia's the drag uh, the black dragon flight which is the the dragon flight deathwing was part of um and so there's some elements of like earth, uh the earth um like he was the earth warden um so he was able to supposedly there's going to be like a whole re. But, um, which is going to be a refreshing and all these, there's all these rumors that, are like, rumors, supposedly, which it, it it's kind of interesting to me more. I heard Shadowlands. It was oh, yeah. kind of like, um but, you know, so to be, and then I heard that news like a couple of days before the acquisition happened or it was probably like the day before. And so now I'm really curious. Is Are they actually going to go through with that? Is that going to be would Microsoft be able to, you know, and, and money isn't a problem. Like they can't say, oh, we don't got the. F-. Like okay. they got enough money.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not like that uh, personally. It's not like I feel like they it's not like they never had enough money. I just felt like Activision just didn't care to invest in it because they like, they're like, we, we're getting plenty of money. We don't need to do that. We, we just do something simple, something that doesn't cost that much. And then we'll keep him on the hook, and I feel like that's that was the Activision way with the Call of Duty series too. Like you, you get to see it in Call of Duty. Like oh, for call like Call of Duty. Once it got to Modern Warfare, which revolutionized first person shooters on consoles again. The first one was Halo. Then well, on PC, I feel like it was. You know if i'm gonna go to the origin it's gonna be like doom and quake or whatever and then you go to uh, half-life and then you go to uh, halo on consoles and then you go to call of duty i may be missing a couple in between but uh, those i feel like those are the major role like role players right um and now after this acquisition i feel like man with Call of Duty, Call of Duty was all another Call of Duty, and then you just make recycle content, make it a little bit different, recycle content, make it a little bit different, and it felt like soulless to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was like with the acquisition, I wish I would be excited more, but I don't see Activision or Bethesda or Microsoft changing their ways of what we've been getting. Like maybe maybe there's gonna be a better workplace for some people. That's that's all good, you know. I, like that's great. That's great for those people, but what about the the end product that the consumer receives? Because, you know, these corporations don't really owe us anything um, at all. Like they just want our money. They want to take our money. Mm -hmm. They're just trying to figure out how they can take it. So as somebody who, whose money is taken by these companies, or who I give my money to, right? I don't. As I obviously have an Xbox, (laughs) I have a PlayStation, Mm -hmm. right? And then so it's like as as a consumer like i want my games to get better and better i don't i don't i hate call of duty games because of the recycled content i stopped playing world of warcraft expansions because i felt like yes it was it was more content but at the essence like i just felt like when am i gonna see world of warcraft 2 it just never existed and then why would they invest on something when they're already wrecking the millions every month, right? It's just the short sightedness of greediness, I guess, that I'm mostly worried about. Um, although like I don't know, also so like, you know, I feel like PlayStation is gonna respond by releasing their exclusive games, trying to make the best games possible. Nintendo is Nintendo, you don't have they don't have to worry because they, they they're concentrating on entire different idea of kids, you know, general public, uh, ease of access, um, with the Mario games, and you know, the kind of switch games, and then, like, we know what the target audience is, right? And, Microsoft, I'm over here waiting for their games, and then they're over here spending billions of dollars, on a new company, and, I, and as an Xbox person, who's been with them since the original Xbox, I feel like, I feel kind of like sad that the way that I'm getting Xbox games is because Microsoft is buying them out and they do nothing with their IPs like that. that I was like, so you spend $65 billion on it on a on a full publisher, but none of that goes into making any of the games that you have as IPs into anything like I've been waiting for a new fable since the xbox 360 man it's like yeah it's like where is that game at like it, it like did none of those 65 billion like you couldn't spare any million for this game like to make it like what's going on that's the kind of thing that i'm over here just like what's happening with microsoft why are they making these decisions it's just it's the easy money for them now just because they're like well, we just have more pub- more games, more IPs that already have a bunch of studios making them. We don't have to make anything ourselves in-house. And it is easier for us to just, you know, off-hands kind of thing. Like, you know, like this publisher, like Blizzard Activision is going to stay as a name, right? Or who knows? Uh, but like whoever is in charge over there, they're going to they're respond to what Phil Spencer as the overarching boss. So now it's going to trickle down This boss of this boss of this boss told me to do this. (laughs) It's like, huh that's a lot of layers. But I don't know. Maybe I'm overthinking. Maybe I'm overanalyzing. And I'm over here like being like um, a negative person that like just adding more game. I like a lot of people are like adding more games to my game pass is the way to go. And I'm over here like, is it though? Like, wouldn't that lower the quality of the games to some degree? Or wouldn't that make the Game Pass just more expensive over time? Like Netflix is doing? Like they Netflix decided to raise the price again. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, I heard. So it's like, is that is inevitable for like, if they swallow up, imagine this, if Microsoft swallows up all the major publishers and they put all their games on the Game Pass, they can charge anything. They can literally charge $30, $35 and then for every month. And you're like, well, it has all this huge library. A full game costs $60, $70. You know, I might as well pay half of a game each month to play all these games. It's like people just justify, you know, price hikes sometimes. Uh, I just I just see, uh, I don't know, I am not a huge fan of taking away the competition by buying them out. It's kind of why I hate Walmart. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, it's one of the things that I hate they don't, they don't
1: buy them out of Walmart walmart they just push them out of
0: no yes yes yeah they bully them out out in in a sense right but it's it's kind of like yeah it's not the same it's just similar like oh just get rid of the competition basically mm -hmm. Uh, any means necessary and it's kind of like oh man i don't i feel like these corporations have too much power when they're this big if that's the case like and then and then and then I know when the Bethesda acquisition happened, it was that, oh, it's not a monopoly because they make Xboxes, you know? So they're a their, their console developer and because they're a console um, hardware maker, monopoly doesn't apply if you decide to buy a publisher that only makes software. Mm-hmm. And it's like, huh. So it's, it's like very nitpicky what would be considered a monopoly, right? yeah it's kind of like uh, we know like the pro- uh, internet providers so is like a monopoly kind of because there's only like five <laughs> or like four right <laughs> something mm-hmm. small and then same thing for like for the cell phone services you have a lot of lot a lot more smaller companies come and go but when like t-mobile buys like metro pcs and you know and one of the smaller it's just like swallows and it's and then they also swallowed sprint right so, like, mm-hmm. that's two competitors out. Now there's T-Mobile. And then T-Mobile's just getting larger and larger and larger. It's like, shouldn't that be concerning? Like, or is this just okay for everybody to only see the positive aspects of the acquisition? I don't know. Like, I, I saw positivity in some regards. But then but then the more I thought about it, I was like, this cannot just be this good. Because if something sounds too good to be true, it usually tends to be... There Mm -hmm. has to be some negative impact that this is going to have on the industry. Um, Although I'm hoping that Sony just keeps doing what they're doing, you know, with getting games like God of War, Spider-Man, Last of Us, uh, Death Stranding. I hope that they do not get um, discouraged. I think the Japanese people um, are very, how can I say, they would congratulate Microsoft. More than anything. Because they're so nice. (laughs) Like, you know, their culture is so nice. Oh, man, we welcome the competition. Um, So who knows? I wonder what Sony is going to have to do. Because they have to do something. Um, Or what do you think? Do you think the uh, PlayStation brand doesn't have to do anything but keep doing what they're doing? Or do you think they also need to make a huge partnership with some publisher? Like, just to get some some back, (laughs) I guess. Get some kind (coughs) of... uh,
1: um, I, I think if Microsoft becomes games of games as a service kind of thing and does that with all their titles, um, I think it's going to be, people are going to want PlayStation more. They're going to be like, well, I'm sick of subscribing to a half, half, half of a game or uncomforted game. Um, well, or it's just going to break up into camps. Right. So there's like people that are more into like competitive multiplayer and stuff. And it seems like there's more of a... I feel like Xbox tends to be that place where, you know... I don't know more... I don't know if it sells better with X, uh, Call of Duty on Xbox or PlayStation, but...
0: PlayStation. Call of Duty or, sold better on PlayStation. This ge- this generation and last, on the 360 mm-hmm. era, it was Xbox.
1: Yeah, so maybe I'm stuck in that the 360 era, but... Um, you know with halo and and stuff i i don't know i don't know if the competitive multiplayer if it's more prominent on xbox maybe, or maybe it's someplace i don't know but it seems like um that's the incentive because you need something that you can continuously play like you can come back to months later and it has has to have some um so that's usually good with you know um, multiplayer games and then um, you gotta have something that allows you to, and the multiplayer part of it, you gotta have, you can like show off what you have. So you have to like, cause I feel like that's like a, a kind of an instinct of people that they like to say, oh, I have that compared to another person and it makes them feel better. So they um, having it where the player can buy something to make them look different or make them look better subjectively. Um, to the competitors or their friends or whatever to, to make them look interesting or whatever. Um, I think that also fits well with the games because well you're obviously spending money and you're getting this. So it's like hard work outside of the game allows you to make improvements um, as opposed to like all those hours that you would have to grab, um to get the progress. So I think some people like that better. Um so they have some kind of, I don't know, like, power trip, uh, not only outside of um, the game, but also inside the game. <laughs> I don't know. But um, so there's, I think, the people that like that are going to flock to that more. Obviously, it's going to be the IPs. It, it feels like they tend to, like, if it's a big one, like Halo, Forza, whatever, like, if it's these games that uh, used to be console sellers, like, for Xbox there's going to be like the fans that are going to want to they're always wishful thinking the next one that comes out gonna and i've heard, heard heard good things about forza um you know with like the more recent ones or whatever that forza
0: forza is fine it's just mm-hmm. recently it's been having like online issues but i heard that they're they've been fixing it so i think it's just it's just yeah it's just uh it's so i played it um it's fine. If you like racing games, you like it. It's just some aspects of it I don't like, but I'll, like, once, I'll let you play it, and then we'll discuss if you do play it. <laughs> I want you to go in there, no opinion, just let... I want to get your opinion without, you know, inserting ideas in your head. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't want to so, accept
1: you. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think there's people, and and I don't think... Because, like, there's always, like, there's always going to be like the console wars. There's going to be people that prefer the Xbox controller over PlayStation. They always prefer the certain IPs, regardless of how, where they go. And they'll, they'll complain about it, but they'll still buy it. And I feel like because they, they have those fond memories of the IP. And it's going to take a lot of time until they get, you know, shit on enough. <laughs> um, Yeah. Like, that they're just going to stop. Um, but I think also it's not going to affect the people that are already a fan of PlayStation. Um, obviously like, uh, if you're a fan of the PlayStation games, it hasn't, um, there are a lot of titles that are coming out stuff that are going to be just as amazing regardless of the acquisition. Um, cause they're not really related to, you know, the acquisition.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, um, But so I think PlayStation is going to, as long as they don't copy Microsoft and try to, and and as long as there isn't some perceived form of success on Microsoft's part that causes PlayStation or, you know, Sony or, you know, Nintendo or something to be like, well, that seemed like a good idea. Let's maybe start incorporating that in our,
0: Yeah, uh, Uh, I think we'll be safe. I, um, hope, I hope that the Japanese stay being Japanese <laughs> and the way they're thinking. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, I don't know who's in charge of Sony uh, studios, well, you, you've seen,
1: studios. we Like with Nintendo, we've seen similar things where they just keep like rehashing the same crap yeah. over and over it's again. Kinda, and, it's
0: kind of why stop stopped with Nintendo. Uh, but I
1: still yeah, have a switch. It's like the <laughs> the, the PlayStation is the only place... Uh, well, besides I mean, mainstream, PlayStation's the only place where you can get, like, real quality, somewhat, like, innovation when it comes to um, fidelity and and stuff that's, when we're talking mainstream. Um, Of course, there's always innovation happening on the PC side with indie games and everything coming out, but um, they're not as readily accessible um, for some people, although some of the indie games, or they're not, like, they're not in a package that's, um, that's interesting enough for people, you know, like I'm trying to overcome the, uh, the whole like 2d, like seeing a 2d game and not being as because there's a lot of titles that I've just passed over because they were like, they didn't look graphically impressive or, you know, cause I really like to get, um, wow. you know, immersed and you know I don't feel like I get as immersed with 2d games than I do with 3d but on my opinions so anyway um yeah I feel like PlayStation is I feel like is in a strong place regardless but that's assuming that Microsoft chooses to go games of a service in the most negative light.
0: <laughs> um, yeah I mean honestly though, I, I do believe that PlayStation, as long as they keep doing what they're doing, they should be fine. Like, they keep releasing mm-hmm. high-quality IPs that attract people, new IPs that they've actually been working on. Like, we have a Naughty Dog new IP that's in the mix. Uh, Go to Tsushima, fantastic game that you still haven't played, my friend.
1: <laughs> but, mm-hmm. um, I will, once I can get it for, like, 20 bucks. Um, the you know, the director's cut or whatever, <laughs> and I'll jump onto that.
0: Either way, like, that game is quality and like it's so many good new ips that i've seen on the on the playstation side and i'm over here as an xbox owner since the original xbox and then i'm here I'm like okay i got my forza i got my halo i got my gears um some of the new ips maybe it's they're just not my cup of tea like the sea of thieves like i played it i don't know if you guys are a fan of that game i don't like we played it Jin -jin jim and i played together we just couldn't really get into it it wasn't I don't know. There's something off about that game that lost a lot of interest. And then another, like, a lot of their newer IPs have been just games as service. And um, another one's called, like, uh, Ninja Theory made it. It was, like, Bleed something. It, uh, it was another. Uh, it's, an, it's in the Game Pass, too. I forget. Mm-hmm. But anyways. Regard, as long as... I just want to see more Microsoft IPs. uh, Xbox IPs. Like, you know? But... With the acquisition, a lot of people are just going to overlook the fact that they have already so many IPs. And they haven't done anything with. But now because they're getting Starfield, they're getting Elder Scrolls, they're getting Call of Duty. They're just going to be like, oh, I'm happy. Or they're going to get Diablo. I'm assuming Diablo 4 is coming. Um, I hope Diablo 4 comes to all the consoles. Uh, But I hope Call of Duty does too. But... With acquisitions like this, you spend $65 billion. Do you think they're going to not make that exclusive? I think they are. I think they're going to make them exclusive. And then you have to see the response of the industry, especially um, right now. I don't know. I wonder what... Because Call of Duty has been going stale for a while, and I'm like, there has to be another game that's going to outdo Call of Duty. But who's going to make it? Is it going to be EA? You know? Uh, Because they still have... um, What's it uh, uh, what is I forget the name of the Is it Response Studios that's EA. I don't I, I don't believe they belong yeah I think it is EA. but we still gotta see because the people from Call of Duty left a studio and then lots of veterans that made Call of Duty before are now in this new studio called uh, Deviation games and then they have an exclusive deal with PlayStation for their new title. And a lot of vets from Call of Duty are making this new game. We haven't seen so Like everything is up in the air now Like this huge acquisition makes me wonder What are we going to see on one console Not on the other one Just because I want to see how Microsoft is going to Are they doing another Minecraft kind of thing Or are they just going to be like nope everything's just on Xbox Um, Xbox and PC which you know If you have a PC You're you're covered, you're good Um, It's just interesting to see that Like a big a big acquisition like this, a lot of people are. I a lot of positive comments, but I don't see enough concern out there. Like taking out competition, I see it. I actually started seeing it more. Uh, like before we started talking, I was looking through Twitter, reading some of the people's comments about it. There seems to be more concern about it than I than than the first day of the announcement. Oh, also real quick, do you want to know uh, the uh, the price drop? from the on on Tuesday to what to today I guess um so when the announcement happened which was on what was it Tuesday so what's funny when people say that Sony lost so much money right just just going to give you a few things so on January 14 Sony's stock price was 124.56 right on on Tuesday um I I at ten a.m. It was one eighteen. So over the weekend, it lost like what eight dollars or something like that, or six dollars. Sorry. <clears throat> and then from there to the announcement, so it went from one eighteen to right now with one ten. So it lost like eight dollars, ten dollars. And on stock price, I guess that was what twenty billion, right? And over here on the Microsoft side is to see if it had an impact on Microsoft. And on Friday, my I mean, Microsoft's always been, you know, had a really high stock. Their stock is $300 per stock. So their stock on Friday, 18, was $307.
1: Anyways. And then, so
0: I was just, okay. So since my headset died, I guess I'll just, I'll just re-say what I was going to tell you about the stock cr- dropping. So overall, it seems like it dropped... Eight to ten dollars per stock on the Sony side, and then on the Microsoft side, it seemed kind of like stagnant, like it it went up to and then it went back down to 303. So it went from 302 to 312 to 303. So, like, Microsoft side seemed like stale, Um,
1: yeah. And that makes sense because their stock was probably, and I don't have the chart in front of me right now, but but uh, if the stock is maintaining and it hasn't changed. Now, I don't know if you're looking at a day, uh, chart. Um, but it makes sense that it wouldn't have really moved because people are waiting for that dip and then they'll buy. Um, and if something like this, where it's a big acquisition of, of, uh, you know, big titles and stuff, there's, it may be too high to, for people to buy into it just right now. Like they, they probably looked at the trends, um, and they did analysis okay that the market may be bullish the market may be bearish who knows um and they're making their adjustment that um we also you know i don't know if uh i don't have to let me i'll pull up the stocks if you want to say anything about it
0: no no i was just trying to say that um i thought that when i saw the headlines of sony losing 20 billion dollars like so quick it was just basically the stock going down like ten dollars um I think fourteen dollars. Yeah, that's ten no, percent
1: no, it... of the stock that just yeah. dropped, which yeah. is um uh it's pretty it's a pretty decent chunk because now if you invested in it and, and we know that it's gonna go back up, that's ten percent gain right there, you know, oh, yeah. in I'm... probably under a week. Who knows? Yeah, so you it... put like ten grand into that and you know you made a thousand bucks.
0: Yeah, I don't know why people I don't know, would just maybe maybe it's the market i guess um like overall the stock market has been negative as far as i know it hasn't been doing so well so when i see a lot of these like downtrends it's like what which one of it had to do with acquisition which one of it uh, it's probably everything right everything together like because a lot of people are selling stocks right now because there's yeah. a, there's a fear on the market I keep hearing <laughs> so it's like um yeah h- how much is it like how much is it the fear how much is it the acquisition um it's it's all jumbled together it's difficult to truly say that the acquisition had the full effect solely because of the, the solely the negative effect happened because of the acquisition essentially mm-hmm. it's just uh. difficult to say that because of the way the stock market has been lately too.
1: Yeah, yeah, the Dow Jones is kind of shit the bed. Um but just to just to kind of I just did a quick look at the stocks. Um currently the Microsoft uh and I'm not no, I'm not any professional. I got obsessed with that at one point <laughs> and so just a disclaimer. Um, yeah, we're not, giving, we're not now. giving,
0: we're not giving finances advice to anyone, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh... but, um,
1: looking at this and looking at the trends, it's, it's definitely a, it's a bearish, uh, trend. So, uh, it looks like back in the end of last year, it started dipping down and it hasn't fully recovered. It hasn't done. I don't see any sign of reversal. It looks like it's starting to stabilize, but, um, and it may start trending up but right now I would not invest in it um, kind of thing. So I don't see other people investing and it won't be, it's really trying. And I think actually what this acquisition did was um, it helped stabilize it. So it looked like it was still on its way down. Um, And I think it just reaffirmed it. People are so, and it's, it's cool because it kind of, you can see people's uncertainty with this acquisition by the stock market you know um they're unsure they don't know if this is a good or so they're they're just holding and seeing what happens yeah. um and so you can see that you know what in the last five days it, it's look you know it looks like a dropping but it's also so it's it's like the last five days it uh it's it's been relatively i mean there has been i think right at the point i don't know when do they announce this yet today yesterday Think, I, was, I
0: think it was yesterday. Yeah, I believe yeah, it was so yesterday on Tuesday. It looks like eighteen, January
1: eighteen. Right, yeah. Right when they announced it, it shot up, but then it dropped down. Yeah, and then it started stabilizing. And that that increase was kind of the anomaly, um, because it's still maintaining that that um, consistent like average. Um, and I think right now where it's down. So when it's going down and I it looks like it's most likely gonna peak go up a little bit more, but I don't think it's a huge uh bunch of activity. I think people are really gonna just hold and see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: I, I, so, I agree. I think I so think it, the only one that got that jumped in uh stock price was uh, Activision. <laughs> the oh, stock a yeah. stock went up twenty dollars. <laughs> it went from sixty oh, yeah. four to eighty. 84, and then it stabilized to 82
1: or whatever. You know, um, that's actually interesting because since the acquisition, you now see, um, you know, you have separate stocks for one big company.
0: Yeah, I wonder uh, how that is. It's a it's, lot it's so, it's so to me. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Um, I think this is a good spot, uh, place to stop. I know we didn't discuss PSVR 2, I wanted to discuss it more mm-hmm. more than what you cover when my headset died. Cause I hope yeah. I'm not, I hope I, I hate editing the podcast. I just like to have the conversation, just be fluent without additions, but I think I'm going to have to go back and fix that. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, I, I mean, is there anything else you want to say? Uh, besides no, that, that's about it <laughs> because, cause I'm sure we can keep going, but I think it's kind of late and we do have work tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Either way, I hope you guys really enjoyed this conversation um, about Last of Us 2 and then the acquisition. I mean, we're probably going to cover more again next next week on the next episode. So I, it, I hope you guys enjoyed it and look forward to listening to us on our next one. All right, guys. Until then, thanks for listening to Gamer's Enclave, the podcast for the gamer in you.